0: We should do a Tomorrow Gazan as ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, this is you no know, I'm going to tap on this book now for the next 16 hours. How would the J ASMR sound? <laughs> <laughs> do you think this is relaxing? <laughs> That's the same voice, you just did it further away. <laughs> This is all staying in. Hello and welcome back to the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. My name is Chip Thompson and I'm with uh, MC. That would be me. Hi, how are you? I'm very well. How are you? I make baked eggs for dinner. They're pretty good. I did ask. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> they chorizo in them. Shut up. Well, this is episode 23 of season 2. This mm. is. Pre-Armageddon, part one. Mm. So it's going to be... Is it like a prequel to the film Armageddon starring Bruce Willis (gasps) and Ben Affleck?
1: Oh, yes, you have a crossover fan fiction between (laughs) Buffy and Armageddon.
0: In which Buffy the Vampire Slayer goes up to stake in a meteorite. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah, 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 that sounds really good, yeah. Um, But what happened last time, MC? Well, there was a vase bottle type thing. The Vessel of Britchett. Yep, that's the one. (laughs) Um,
1: So uh, MC and the gang went to find a, a thing, they were sent by the, the elders, there was a thing, uh, there was a vessel, there was a MacGuffin, it makes dead people, ghosts, ghost people alive and alive
0: people super powered. That's right. And Chip <laughs> wanted it to raise his brother and he broke his knees but he <laughs> fought anyway. He was pretty banged up wasn't he Chip? A little bit. Yeah, a, little a little worse bit. for wear. Uh, hey, nice, nice callback. Thanks. Uh, but he was foiled, as always. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like the, what, the third time like, he's attacked the mansion, they've been like, right, get out, off you go, <laughs> you scamp, you're done, get this out is of your here. final, final, final <laughs> warning, and you've only got 16 more warnings after <laughs> yeah. this. But you may remember, MC, mm. that the last episode ended mm. with Chip making a vow, if you like, yeah. to raise the, the one. one we still don't know who that is (laughs) or what that is. (laughs) So I'm excited to find out. Let's get into this pre-Armageddon before Bruce Willis turns up (laughs) and fucks everything up. Previously on Gaysen, Chip crawled on his hands and knees inside the abandoned warehouse, unable to stand. Finally. Yeah, Jesus. He would heal quickly, but it would still take time. But soon, he would be ready to start the raising of the One even without his brother. Not long now, he said to himself, laughing out loud at the thought of what was to come. Chip passed out. Zombies, what were they exactly? Oh, uh, posing a question at the start of the episode here. What is a zombie? (laughs) Is this like physically or philosophically or? I think the latter. Mm. MC had fought many zombies in his life, and their numbers never seemed to decrease. But one thing MC noticed was that every time he killed a walking creature of the undead, he seemed to learn something new about them. Very progressive of uh, MC. <laughs> <We> do, he <laughs> doesn't like to judge, you No, know? not all zombies are the same. No, he'll kill them, but, yeah. you know, he'll be like... Respectfully. Wasn't... Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that one didn't take my job. Hmm. <laughs> for a started... <laughs> for, For a started, they were a lot more intelligent than people gave them credit for. They weren't always the bumbling, brain eating idiots portrayed by the Hollywood big shots. It really (laughs) depended on what kind of person they were when they were alive. Those damn Hollywood big shots (laughs) perpetuating these unhealthy, uh, toxic uh, stereotypes stereotypes about zombies.
1: (laughs) MC knows that, you know, every zombie
0: is different, every zombie is beautiful, he'll kill them, but. (laughs) What I like to think was, this is me, you know, at 15, writing this, going, God, I haven't been given a million dollars to make this into a hit TV series yet. Bloody Hollywood (laughs) big types. MC always wondered if zombies watched movies. Did you always wonder that? Apparently. (laughs) And if they did, were they offended by films like (laughs) Dawn of the Dead and Michael Jackson's Thriller? (laughs) Yeah, they don't like pedos, so they're really against Michael Jackson. Zombies coming out of, of, of a zombie film, getting on Twitter. <laughs> like, hashtag not all zombies. Now it didn't seem to be the right time to ask either, as at this very moment, MC was locked in a vicious battle with a swarm of around 30 zombies in one of Tokyo's graveyards. But he noticed how they were all very different.
1: Yes, Like there were 30 of them, exactly. Some were
0: women. Yeah. And they were doing better than the men at the fighting. Yeah. Yeah. He had killed about ten so far, yet they kept coming. None of them carried any weapons, so MC guessed that they were fresh out of the grave. It also made killing them a lot easier. But why were there so many? I like that idea. It feels a bit old school now to have like zombies coming out of a grave. Like, normally yeah. it's like an inf- infection or something yeah, like that that yeah, spreads yeah. or a virus. And... But yeah, zombies have come out of the grave. Proper Night of the Living Dead. What, what a classic reference. Well done, 14-year-old you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> a Swing of the Sword. And another decaying head hit the floor. Also, mm. just while we're doing sidetracks, mm. this feels like a very Buffy kind of thing. Like, there was a lot of Buffy, opening episodes of Buffy where she'd just be patrolling her graveyard. That's true. Waiting for a zombie or a vampire to come back. Yep. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay had also come along for the ride, and he was busy caving zombie skulls in with a baseball bat. He's getting quite proficient with different types of weapons. pretty badass, a, is Jay. Yeah, crossbow, yeah. sword, now yeah. a baseball bat. Hmm, good work, Jay. Yeah. When are they going to get a gun? (laughs) It'd be so much easier. Him and MC tried to stay close together and not get swamped by the hordes that surrounded them. As Jay hit another zombie, causing it to hit the floor, limp after the blow stopped its brain activity, he spouted off a cheesy catchphrase. Home run! To be Sorry. fair, I mean that's the literally the best catchphrase quip that anyone's made yeah. in the entire series. Yeah, I mean just look at Chip's attempts at quips in this series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the lemon thing's not gonna go away anytime soon, is it? No. It was about the thousandth time MC had heard him say it that night, and it was getting irritated now.
1: <laughs> You're
0: in no position to criticize MC. <laughs> Jay. He called out as he decapitated another undead thing. As much as I like being cool and saying fantastically witty things when I'm killing the army of Satan, you're just not any good at it.
1: Please shut up.
0: I think he's uh, projecting. Jealous. Well, yeah, maybe as well. <laughs> I like, say, Damn yeah. <laughs> it, I wish i
1: thought of that. Home run is so obvious, but so good.
0: Yeah, it's like he's, he's very self-aware of how bad his mm. witty comebacks are. And he's like, like show me up, Jesus. <laughs> But it makes sense, like, there's a lot of toxic masculinity in MC, I think. He is, he's not very progressive. Well,
1: he's progressive about zombies, but that's about it. Yeah, but
0: not about his friends. Yeah. <laughs> Jay didn't have time to argue back as the zombies kept on coming. As he killed another, Jay thought for a moment about something to say. Batter up! MC just shook his head in despair. Yeah, yeah because he. A relevant, up... yeah. a half decent quote. <laughs> he was like, that's kind of obvious, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why can not I do that? Yeah. What is wrong with me? Why am I less of a man? Why did my dad never hug me? Eventually, the last dead head fell to the grave. Oh, I quite like that. Mm. last dead head fell to the grave. Is that a space reference? A hey, Deadhead. Maybe. Something else you ripped off. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, the last dead head fell to the grave. MZ and Jay blew out a sigh of relief, exhaustion, and more relief. Actually, I spelt relief two different ways here. I think He's it's re- relive, yeah, exhaustion and relief, um, Relieve. Relieve. Yeah. <laughs> relive, exhaustion, and more relief. Love emotions, but no going relief. On. <laughs> Piled up in the graveyard were at least a hundred undead corpses. Jesus, is that like an entire grave? Entire grave? Do you have like 100 <laughs> people in? You only have experience of mass graves <laughs> from all the war crimes. I just, I completely slipped back into, like, 15-year-old Chip then, like, (laughs) yes, uh, one grave all the hundreds of zombies came out of. (laughs) Uh, I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot of dead people. And Jay doing damn well. Yeah, I reckon he did at least 30% of that. Mm. Piled up in the graveyard were at least 100 undead corpses. I'll ring Louise and let her know. MC said, pulling out his mobile phone. Hello? She said as she answered. It's us, Lou. Just letting you know it's over. MC held the phone about a metre away from his ear as Louise started to rant and rave about how they'd been gone so long and that it was only supposed to be a couple of zombies. Uh, women, eh? <laughs> 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 I can't even think funny things to say. But <laughs> <Don't> you see <laughs> where i go with that. Worked, that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> words? If Jay was here, he'd come up with something quite it's funny to It's very true, it's very true. And then I'd, I'd bitch at him <laughs> about how it's not funny. Finally, she fell silent, and MC tried to talk to her. Tried to talk to her? Fucking hell. God. Well,
1: seems those few zombies brought a few of their mates, who brought a few dozen of their family members.
0: Never mind that now, Louise replied, a little calmer now. You have to get back here quickly. We've had hundreds of calls. Well, that explains why she's so impatient. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't me being sexist this time. (laughs) Hundreds? MC asked, puzzled. Yep, the phone has been ringing off the hook. You want to hear some of the reports that have come in? Ah, uh, MC, Jay said. MC walked forward, still carrying the phone. He looked at what Jay showed him and his jaw dropped. Every single grave in the cemetery had been ripped apart and the body had climbed out. Not one had been left intact. The whole grave. The whole grave. <laughs> You were right earlier. (laughs) I was, I was. Honestly, Louise continued, it's like bloody Armageddon out there. (gasps) Like a pre-Armageddon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We'll be right back. MC said, then hung up. He and Jay exchanged a glance before running back to the car. Ooh, quite a... Mm, Action-packed. Yeah, yeah, a lot going on. We're straight into this. Unexpectedly progressive... Yeah. What do we think is happening here? What is causing all these... I mean, there were all those zombies in one grave. Mm-hmm. Uh, Louise has had hundreds of phone calls. <laughs> hundreds of phone calls as well. Like, everyone knows to phone them now. Like, those business cards they had made up in season one have obviously gone viral or something. Darkness was dark. <laughs> like my soul? <laughs> this sounds like a Lincoln Park lyric. <laughs> Darkness was dark. It seemed like a funny thing to think, but lately, all Chip could do was concentrate on the dark. <laughs> <laughs> it was everywhere. In the sky. In his warehouse. And in his heart and soul. Oh,
1: wow, you're really channeling that teenage angst <laughs>
0: here. Uh, one of this, I put this on my live journal as well <laughs> at the time. It suffocated every... Hang on, let me say it. Let me say the line. Okay. It suffocated every orifice in his body and shadowed his conscience. (laughs) Doctor, (laughs) you've got to help me. Darkness is suffocating every every orifice in his body. I'm sure I've seen that video on Pornhub. (laughs) He'd merely opened the book from which the ritual would be taken from and already he could hear the screams from outside. <gasps> so it's Chip. He's started race to raise the one and this is all the shit that's happening because of it. Yeah, what a dick. Probably Yeah God, it's it's caused him to turn into a terrible teenage goth. <laughs> he was there already. <laughs> <laughs> he paused the chanting and rushed to the window to see what it was. In the alley behind the warehouse, Chip saw a young woman. Chip saw a young woman running from two vampires. One horned demon wearing a leather jacket and a panther. <laughs> the special panther ritual. The evilest of all hell spawn. Bagheera from the Jungle Book. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed strange seeing a panther on the streets of Tokyo. They didn't belong there. Oi, panther. Go back to panther land. Darkness was dark. Chip looked at the book, which rested inside the pentagram he had drawn on the warehouse floor and knew it was all related. Again, pentagram's very, you know, yeah. I in my skin. Using magic always came with a price, and luckily for Chip, he wouldn't be the one who paid. Although to get this far, he'd already lost his friends, his army, and his brother. R.A.P. Scoot. <laughs> The one lost in the whole series I'm (laughs) genuinely upset about. And also 80s Vamp and Clean Vamp. Yeah, true. But, I mean, it was sad to lose those, but we didn't quite have the emotional connection we did to Scoot. But, Chip told himself, Once the one is here, and I have control of the most powerful weapon in the world, then everything will be dandy again.
1: Wow, classic
0: supervillain thing of like, Oh, I'll be able to control it. Yes. What could go wrong with my plan? (laughs) And, I mean... What has been said about the one? Like, he's a, I guess he's like a big uh, demon-y thing that can cause the end of the world, right? I haven't said anything like that. They just said he is really bad. And they were talking about ending the world earlier, but now he seems to want to control it. Is he going to control it to end the world and then everything will be fine in his dark soul and conscience? <laughs> is that... <laughs> is he literally like, I'm in so much pain, I need to kill everything? I guess. Maybe. Well, who hasn't felt like raising an evil demon to destroy the world before i'd do it just to see a panther <laughs> yeah. he started laughing hysterically to himself done that before the sound of laughter quickly turned to tears then the tears fell into a murderous rage done that before as well <laughs> He is all over the place i think he's coming quite unhinged a little bit do you think well <laughs> he is evil true Chip screamed as loud as he could and punched the hard concrete wall of the warehouse. Not just once, but again and again and again, not stopping until he couldn't feel his fist anymore. Chip looked at his bloody hand and tried to flick the blood off. How do you... Mm. Wait, so he's like smashed his fist into a concrete wall Which obviously mm. is going to be like shattered and bleeding now But he's a ninja fist He's <laughs> a little boo-boo Oh god, he is a bit iron fist with all the whining and complaining And yeah. being a shit human being Chip looked at his bloody hand and tried to flick the blood off Some of it landed on the chalky lines of the pentagram And seemed to make it glow mm. A strange piece of light jumped from the glowing lines And exited through the warehouse's roof wonder if that actually be picked up on, or if it's just flavour. <laughs> flavour? Yeah. Like salt and vinegar? <laughs> yeah. Here, I'll give a, a packet of crisps. <laughs> He's raised some Pringles. <laughs> Once again, Chip's face was void of emotion, and he continued the ritual. Within a few hours, the one would be in this dimension, and Chip would hold the power. He would be able to show everybody just who he was do we do we actually have a reason yet why chip went off the deep end uh no no he's never really sort of been like haha this is why i'm evil yeah i mean there's a lot of hints to him sort of i mean at the end of the last season as well there were a lot of hints towards like he was unhappy he yeah, was depressed yeah, 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 and yeah, i yeah. guess this is him reaction to that yeah and i guess along the way like his brother died and blah blah yeah. blah so i think that's sort of perpetuated it, but... Yeah, his entire family were wiped out by vampires and then he was forced to train to be a ninja for a year. Was he forced? He's wanted, though. True, true, yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I mean, still, how much, like, grievance do you think Chip and MC did in that time? And it's said before that Chip is quite repressed, so... Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And uh, 75% of those ninjas went evil, so... (sighs) Although only 50% now, because Lee's alright. Yeah, yeah. If Shinno Khan had the correct form to take a seat, then he would have. It wasn't that long ago that he had the chance to become a man once again with the aid of the vessel of Britcher, but he had declined his chance. Shinno Khan, being the wise man that he was, knew there would be extreme consequences for using a dark, primordial magic like that. Suck that I use primordial. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, does he actually, or is he just being like... Vague, again. Well, again, like the whole kind of Chips reasons, the thing about the one, it's all really vague. Yeah. Like Shinakam it was just like, no, there will be consequences to... What kind? Ooh, scary oh, ones. Ooh, ooh, look behind you. <laughs> <laughs> and he just disappears and runs away. Maybe he doesn't disappear, he just distracts him and runs out the room. <laughs> Still, it would have been nice to sit down while he thought. We seem to be touching on a lot of these characters where they're kind of just thinking to themselves. Like, mm. MC was thinking about zombies' rights. Mm-hmm. Chip was thinking about how darkness was dark. <laughs> and Shinokan's like, I wish I could have a bit of a sit-down. <laughs> nice cup of tea and a sit-down. <laughs> <laughs> He's a proper grandad, isn't he? He is. MC and Jay had returned from the cemetery and explained to the ninja master and Louise about the increase in vacant graves. Or just one, apparently. This, this is most unusual. Shinokan said... For a human to turn into a zombie, don't they have to be bitten by another one? That is correct. Shinnecon replied. The bite from a creature of the
1: night causes a human to lose or loose his or her, <laughs> s- her soul, and they too become one of the Immortal Sons and Daughters for Satan. Oh, that sounds like an amazing band name. <laughs> we are the Immortal Sons and Daughters for Satan. With our hit song, <laughs> Bite From A Creature Of The Night.
0: It's fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Oh, so poetic, this episode. <laughs> now there's a bedtime story to tell your kids. MC said. Kids. The ginger ninja thought. One day, when the world
1: wasn't so apocalyptic, I have to ask Shinno Khan about what that witch doctor told me. Oh, yeah. Mm. About
0: his son? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Like, oh, I like that. Just pepper in the, mm. uh, you know, future episodes with these little things. So you nice. haven't forgotten it already? Yeah, like most things. Yeah. So, Louise was trying to make sense of everything. For something to happen, like what happened to you two tonight, then everyone in the graveyard would have to have, have been bitten by a zombie. Shinnecon kind of agreed with her again. Maybe it's time to break out the books and do some... Jay paused. Not wanting to say the final words, finally, he did.
1: Research?
0: That will not be necessary. I highly doubt there is anything like this in recorded history. <laughs> Just in the Guinness Book of Records, like most <laughs> zombies are risen out of one cemetery. One grave. <laughs> Louise slipped off as quickly as she could on her walking stick and booted up the computer in the living room. She was sure this couldn't be the first time something like this had happened. Fuck you, dead ninja master who's been alive for hundreds of... Well, not alive, but around for hundreds of years. I'm going to look on the internet.
1: There's a Facebook post from 1923
0: that says... Loads of zombies out today. She's just going through her memories of Weird. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and going back out. MC said. Just in case any other of Satan's kids come out to play. I've been banging on about Satan a lot. In, like, yeah. It's like the fourth time he's come out. I up. don't think he's ever been mentioned before? No, it's it suddenly got very sort of like heaven and hell is real. It, and... Is the one Satan? <gasps> Maybe, or a representation of Satan, Maybe. but by, by saying Satan a lot, mm. you know. Is it like uh, Voldemort, where you're not meant to say his name? Ah, so, so you just say Satan instead, because that's much nicer. It's Voldemort, isn't it? <laughs> They're raising Voldemort. Use caution, it could be a demon playground out there, Shindokan warned. Hmm? I like to think demon playground literally just <laughs> some demons on some swings and going a little roundabout and going down a slide <laughs> you want me to come with Jay asked MC shook his head and then the mansion's phone rang again no Jay stay here and answer that log all the calls we get and call me if anything major comes up MC geared up with a few weapons as many as a one handed man could carry and went to head out the door like, one, then. One weapon. He's got one weapon. He carries one with his feet as well. (laughs) Suddenly, Jay came rushing towards him. What's the emergency? MC asked. It's Tifa! Jay replied. (gasps) She's really stupid. (laughs) She locked herself in the cupboard again. (laughs) She's forgotten how a doorknob works and she can't get out. Her trousers have fallen down and she doesn't know how to pick them up. (laughs) she's forgotten how to use cutlery and she's really hungry (laughs) oh poor Tifa lockhart if she was an actual person (laughs) feel like she would be suing us for libel (laughs) She, she knew what libel meant inside the police station in central tokyo detective lockhart sat at her desk in front of her was a large pile of papers detailing every single case that she was working on at the moment. Unfortunately, she was too stupid to read. <laughs> you know how we've been like you know, uh, dropping in on like all the characters' thoughts at the moment? This is just going to be like four blank pages. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, there would have only been a few, but it had been a busy night for the police. And for some reason, her chief had dumped everything on her. Ooh, there was a mention of her chief before, and he was vaguely sleazy or yeah, corrupt or something. Right. Oh, See, so just peppering, just peppering. <laughs> Tifa didn't mind. It was her job to serve the public, and something she reveled in. But when she took a closer look at the incidents, she noticed everything was a little different from the usual mafia rapists and robberies that Tokyo <laughs> was famous for. I like to think they put it on their advertising: "Come to Tokyo for its famous mafia rapists and robberies." It's not the first time I've slandered Tokyo either. Didn't I say it was like smelly last week or something like that, or the week before? I think that was the entirety of Japan. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Good, even better. <laughs> At least four were reports about people being attacked by people with leprosy. About seventeen people had died that night from neck wounds, and numerous incidents of overgrown reptiles and rodents wreaking havoc in the back streets of Tokyo's red light district. I I do wonder, like, if you saw a zombie, mm-hmm. would you think that's someone with leprosy? And if you saw like mm-hmm. a demon, would you go, "That's a big lizard"? Depends if it was a big lizard demon, I True. guess. Yeah, yeah, no, because like I guess in real life, your mind would go to what is actually real, you know, what is in this world and what... Yeah, y- I don't know,
1: I feel like we've seen enough
0: things like this where so be like, oh shit, it's a demon. <laughs> yeah, saying that, there are times when like the lights are off late at night and I'm here by myself and I'm like, there's a slight noise and I'm like, yeah, it's a ghost. It's definitely a ghost coming to kill me. <laughs> Do you have the vessel of Richard?
1: <laughs> is that why? I,
0: I put it in my safe. Okay, Oh it's fine then. Some of the reports also included pictures. Tifa had been a cop for six years and had had... And had had to deal with some of the mafia's most sickening murders, including the ones she witnessed right in front of her very own eyes. Yes, do you remember when the mafia dude murdered the, the restaurant? restaurant owner? Yeah, yeah. yeah. pepperin' just pepperin' MC. He's little callbacks and everything. She'd also seen various atrocities when she travelled with MC. Does she mean his dick? <laughs> Him in bed. <laughs> Vampires, demons, and otherworldly creatures had ripped, pulled, and torn apart people from every way imaginable. Which isn't a lot for TiVo, she doesn't have a lot of imagination. <laughs> Yet some of the close-up of numerous wounds and blood-stained limbs made her sick to her bones. How do you get sick to your bones? It's to really stomach, isn't it? That's the usual thing, but yeah. Tifa doesn't know what a stomach is. <laughs> She's like, her idea of anatomy is just there's bones. That's about it. Everyone's a skeleton. You, your tummy bones connected to your <laughs> head bones. <laughs> that's it. Tifa closed on of the case files. One of the case files. Yes, I think that's what it's supposed to be. Tifa closed on of the case files, and the sickness disappeared rapidly. From she has no bones. memory at yeah. all. She's like a
1: goldfish. She's got three-second memory. Closes the file and she's like,
0: Huh. What, what was that? Where am I? Who am I? <laughs> Poor Tifa. She's not even a real character. And I feel so bad for her. Mainly because the ninja, known as MC, was standing right in front of her. He smiled at her, but Tifa could tell it was only a half-hearted attempt. Busy night? She asked. You could say that. MC picked up a few of the papers that scattered her desk. But from the look of things, you know a lot about that. Before getting down to business, Tifa stood up and kissed MC. I'd
1: say that's getting down to
0: business. (laughs) After a few moments, she sat back down. He squatted on the side of her desk and waited for her to speak.
1: I don't know where to start. I guess I could say that there is some seriously weird stuff going down tonight.
0: Way ahead of you there. Well, I
1: count about two cases in that pile.
0: Tifa indicated to the mountain of paper, because she can't count, <laughs> count higher than two.
1: <laughs> that could be considered normal. Then there are things like this.
0: Tifa handed MC one particular case.
1: This report was phoned in about an hour ago. Apparently, a giant rat attacked one of the many massage parlors down Sun High Road.
0: Which is definitely a real street in Japan that I For looked up. For sure, on. you looked yep. on Google Maps, even uh-huh. though it didn't exist yet. <laughs> MC read through the document and it was very familiar. Oh, I think this is a little flashback, a little, a little uh, mid-episode previously on Tomorrow Gayson. From what MC had read, smuckle demons were very rare. There was only about ten or so left in the world that looked like overgrown rats, so to the untrained eye they looked pretty harmless. But they fed on human bones and had giant fleas in their thick fur which would jump from the smuckle onto prey to inject a deadly poison. This would slow down and near enough kill anyone who got infected. In fact, it was probably better to die from a smuggled demon's flea bite rather than being eaten alive. Tifa. He said, looking at the beautiful detective. I've killed this thing before. Ages ago. Couldn't it
1: be another one from the species?
0: Tifa spoke quietly. For a change? Yeah, <laughs> practicing her ASMR <laughs> techniques. <laughs> Knowing that a few of her colleagues were still in the building. No, shouldn't think so they're very rare oh yeah it's just the wrong spelling of there yeah uh, the very wrong spelling of there <laughs> they're very rare then it hit mc he knew what was happening around town he just didn't know why someone's raising the dead he told his girlfriend what she said stunned why
1: i don't know but whatever reason i'm sure it's not for
0: slave labor why has he gone there Oh, because he was thinking about zombies' rights earlier, right? It's so true. he was like, you know, when the uh, zombies were put on ships and sailed over to Tokyo <laughs> in chains. and
1: uh... <laughs> Oh, that was so disrespectful. I honestly. know, thank you.
0: Can that stay in? I don't know, it's up to you. Okay. See how I feel in the edit. <laughs> she would have laughed. <laughs> Fucking hell, Tifa, all right. She just didn't think it was very funny. I mean... <laughs> For once she said something Uh, intelligent. And she's actually had the conversation in her head that we literally just had. (laughs) Can you get away? MC asked.
1: Yeah, I'll just tell the desk sergeant I'm going off on police business. I think we should go back to the mansion.
0: Hello? Jay, is that a you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's a new character, MC. It's a a new terrible racist character. Yay. Yes. Jay replied on the phone. He recognised the voice. Just couldn't put a name or face to it. Then his memory was jogged and this is going to be a thing I do not want to be reminded of. Oh Oh, dear. Here we go. Mm -hmm. It's (laughs) Fooncum. Why? That is the worst name. That is the worst fucking name. Why have I named a character Fooncum? Can we Google (laughs) Fooncum to see what comes up? I'm afraid I will get arrested. (laughs) Fooncum? was an old ex of Jay's from a while ago. Well, she was more like an old friend. Maybe more of an acquaintance. Or possibly a sex buddy. Well, more like a stripper who had slept with Jay. And the full accurate truth was that Foon Cum was a cheap stripper slash hooker that Jay had paid for certain fetish pleasure when he was rich. (laughs) Oh, I don't want to do this show anymore. If you're going to be... I don't want to do it. I feel
1: like if you're called Foon Cum, you're pretty much... (laughs) doomed to oh. a life of being a cheap stripper slash hooker this is just appalling do you think isn't it? is that a real name or is that like a stage name she was like i knew something kind of like seductive but classy you know <laughs> erotic but <laughs> restrained
0: i know Foon cam is it like the japanese version of candy do you think like it's just like a Foon Cam in every strip bar and oh i'm not i was i was enjoying this episode of dem i'm not anymore mm mm-hmm. And what was this fetish pleasure that... I don't want to know. I don't want to know. It was probably something to do with Kerrang! magazine. (laughs) And now she was phoning him. Well, hello, foony. (laughs) How can I be of service? She giggled at the other end. Oh, didn't that yours to be my line? She said seductively. That was definitely seductive. (laughs) Didn't that yours to be my line? She said seductively. Before Jay could turn on the charm... He remembered what was happening. I'm sorry, Foon. This isn't really a good time for a social call. Oh, she said, a little surprised. I am not ringing for sex. (laughs) Oh, it's probably a good thing, Jay. (laughs) You're probably better off, mate. Jay felt embarrassed. I know how you fucking feel, mate. (laughs) No, I am ringing because I need help from you and your friends. I don't know where this this voice has gone now increasingly more seductive as well <laughs> what's wrong I was with client tonight when he suddenly started to melt <laughs> and then he was all flat and now he is crawling around on the walls and floors trying to get people melty puddle demon <laughs> the worst kind don't oh. so just, just to catch everyone up mm. right Foon come mm. an old squeeze of Jay's has phoned him to say that she was with a client mm. Who has suddenly started to melt mm-hmm. and is now crawling around on the walls and floors trying to get at people. Mm. Okay, cool. That's perfect Great. <laughs> Tightly plotted. <laughs> oh my Corey, are you alright? Yes, we locked him in the sauna room, but he's trying to get out. The Japanese prostitute said. Uh, Jay knew MC was out, but this was foony. I'll be right over. <laughs> He hung up and paid a visit to the weapons room. I feel like I have to say weapons room in a certain way, so I'm going yeah. to do that line okay, again. Okay. He hung up and paid a visit to the weapons room. <laughs> he took with him a dagger and the crossbow. He knew the crossbow was a thing people used when they weren't able to handle anything larger, but he wanted to be safe rather than dead. <laughs> um, uh, smart, I guess. I mean, he could have taken the baseball bat. He was doing really well with that. For sure. He's going to hit a melted man with a baseball bat. (laughs) It'll just just be a splat. (laughs) This
1: is phony. He kept
0: telling himself.
1: And she is a woman of little money. So when I send the bill to her, we'll have to think of alternative ways to pay it.
0: Uh, Like on credit. You know, paying back in in installments. (laughs) Thank you. I really
1: appreciate you trying. Making him a nice home-cooked meal. (laughs)
0: Oh, it's so gross. She works in the spa. I'd probably just give him like a manicure and pedicure. <laughs> uh, uh. And then make sure he has a phone come at the end. I like doing this podcast when it's funny and I spell things wrong. I don't like it when these sort of <laughs> things happen. Oh good, it gets better. He winked at himself in the hallway mirror as he left. <laughs> Fuck. Both Louise and shinno Khan were powerless to stop him. They tried to talk him out of going into Tokyo, but his mind was made up. It must be something incredibly important. Louis said after Jay had left. Yes. Shinno Khan, who was getting some strange feelings from Jay, said, is he detecting Jay's erection for his like rapey <laughs> tendencies that are happening? <laughs> is that what, uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, maybe you should try and contact your elders about whatever is happening at the moment. Yes, I agree. That is a good plan. Can you, there's a gum here for some reason, <laughs> handle the phone calls? <laughs> Did he, like, turn at home and pull, like, his glasses down over his nose? (laughs) Can you handle the phone calls? Yeah, I'll be all right. Louise assured Shinno Khan. How would Shinno Khan do the phone calls? uh, He can't uh, touch objects. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, Louise, Mm. the train secretary. Yeah. So, he disappeared. (gasps) He disappeared. (gasps) Undrink. (laughs) He disappeared, promising to return as soon as he had more information. When she was sure he had left, Louise went back onto the computer. The search engine showed more than 800 results for apocalyptic and Armageddon events. (laughs) Thanks, Ars Jeeves. Did you mean (laughs) post-apocalyptic events? It's going to be one of those nights. Louise said to herself as she opened up the first page from the internet that matched the words. And that's where we're going to leave part one of pre-Armageddon. Wow, that yeah. was a bumper of an episode, wasn't yeah, it, MC? It was. <laughs> uh, what uh, do we think about that? I mean, I, I'm horrified. And obviously, going to yeah, go yeah. crawl under a rock and die. But apart from that, uh, it had a good start. Mm-hmm. I just <laughs> very much enjoyed the start. And then, um, was it was it Come when
1: things went downhill, or was it
0: before that? I've kind of lost track. I've I think blocked out the memory. At least FoonCom was the low point. Yeah, and true. And Jay's heroic. Tendencies to go and help her so he can get sex is th- <laughs> when it hit rock bottom. You know, that's the low point of my life. I think at there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, mm. let's flip that round and talk about some of the positives. Yeah. Um. All... Th- th- we'll find one, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> this feels like very much the beginning of the end of the season. You know, it it's does, like we're in the home does. stretch now, yeah. and like we're off. It's. Chip is raising the one. Clearly, mm. he's in the middle of that ritual, and it's causing all this shit to go down, mm. which is. Distracting MC in the gang? Yeah. Uh, important things like yeah. getting off the Tifa. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it might lead to getting off for Jay. We don't know. True. True. Melted man.
1: I mean, I think Jay would, at this point, would be okay with the apocalypse if it means that he
0: gets to have bizarre fetish sex with a cheap <laughs> prostitute. Food come. Worth it. <laughs> Uh, but there's a certain kind of a biblical kind of aspect to it in a way. True, like true. Just like the lo- I mean, I'm surprised I didn't bring up like giant locusts or something yeah. like that. Lots or... of mentions of Satan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if that's just an accident or yeah. if yeah. it's relevant. It's and impossible to tell. <laughs> a few hints to this kind of things that have happened, things that may happen as well. So yeah, yeah. There was a lot going on. A lot going on. Yeah. And I'm oh, sorry. I was going to say, yeah, Chip going. Yeah full crazy. Yeah. Like yeah, he was yelling and laughing and punching mm. and bleeding again. Mm. Like as he held a lot. Yeah. yeah. How much time has passed between the last episode and this episode?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, is his knees <laughs>
0: back me, together all, now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you'd hope so. Yeah. yeah, and then there was a thing that kind of fell off the pentagram, like shooting up into the sky. Oh, the thing of light when a bit of his blood yeah. hit it. But whether again, is that going to, is that mean thing? anything? Who no. knows? Maybe that was Satan. <laughs> <laughs> but what I, my favourite thing about this episode mm. was the, you know, the thrilling conclusion where Louise is looking at things on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to fire up Ask Jeeves. She's going to find out what the shit is going on with this pre Armageddon. <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward to next week, MC. I'm not, I'm dreading it because there's going to be more food and calm <laughs> and attempts at seducing her. Because she's my favourite character. <laughs> and also, maybe we'll get to find out just if Armageddon is on its way or if it's still Pre- the pre-stages. Armageddon. Yeah, it's yes. a bit before. Like, it's the, it's the green room for the end of the world. <laughs> hey, MC. Hi, Chip. Did you know that there are multiple ways you can now support the How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. Really? Why didn't you tell me all about them? I shall, MC. First of all, you can go to our Facebook page, which is How I Ripped Off Podcast. I can put Buffy in that because it wouldn't allow me for some reason. (laughs) I don't know why. Yay! Also, MC, Mm. we are on Twitter. (gasps) We are at How I Ripped Off, and I didn't have room to put Buffy in that, so that's (laughs) why it's just called that. Finally, do you know what else you can do, MC? Tell me more. You can come leave us a rating and review on iTunes because that really helps the podcast and means we get seen higher in the rankings. And finally we'll become rich and famous <laughs> and be able to do a live action version of the... No, we won't. No, no, that'll no. never happen. But yes, come and support us. Come and say hello. We would really love that. that do.